Hey guys, and welcome to a booth for two. Rusty, I don't know how to begin. Don't be mad at us, y'all. A little hiatus, but We're we mad. had like <laughs> the worst technical difficulties that you could imagine. Just think about working so hard on something. <laughs> Yo, oh my and gosh. it not working out, which is what happened to us. Episode eight was recorded. It was beautiful. It was flawless. flawless. It episode. was the best episode. Literally, <laughs> we've been watching a lot of Parks and Recreation, but it was the best episode that we've recorded. It was my favorite episode, and man, it just vanished like out of nowhere too. Like, yeah, we, we we have our normal setup that we do every episode, so we we felt good about it. Like we were just going, 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 and then we tried to go listen to it, and poof, it disappeared. Just like, boom, gone. And yeah, we were upset. We were like, ugh. So we took a little break, but we're back with another episode. And we will be more consistent. (laughs) Yes. It's just been so much going on. Um, I am kind of glad that it did get erased, though, for one reason. Why? I may have made an incorrect Super Bowl prediction, so... Oh, you were talking about how the (laughs) Falcons were going to win, hyping As it turns out, no, that's not the case. (laughs) We were both wrong about that one because, I don't know, I just thought, like, you know, being here in Atlanta, feeling the energy from everybody, I was like, man, these people are hype, haven't won a Super Bowl yet, they're definitely going to win, screw the Patriots, and I didn't know that, There was so much hype behind it. They're technically, like, the best team ever, apparently. You want to know what the saudiest thing ever is? What? So, the day after the Super Bowl, right, uh, in Lenox Mall... (laughs) There's this guy who owns this football stand that has all, like, Falcons, Super Bowl 51 winner stuff. Oh, and I feel so bad because, like, he probably thought they were going to do it big. And he was going to make a huge profit. He hasn't sold anything, from what I've seen. From what I've seen. Well, yeah, I, I've seen another one in uh, Perimeter Mall, and no one was ever there. It's even sad. the day before the, and day of the Super Bowl, it was a ghost town. But That's crazy. I mean, trying to monetize on things like that. Is quite difficult. Yeah, I mean, you got a 50-50 shot, you know. They either win or lose, and it turns out didn't what happen when he wants to. But I'm just, I'm just curious what's going to happen with all that product. What's oh, going to I mean, um, he's probably got rid of it by now. Now he's still there. I just saw him today. Oh, snap. <clears throat> Dang. It's wild. All right, so. I think we should just get into it. So Let's do it. Last time, we told a little story, and this story was about our experience our experience with Scientology and I'll try to keep the same momentum and energy that we had telling it the first time because it was hilarious so oh, you talking about from the lost episode from the lost episode got you, got you. hashtag lost files hashtag <laughs> gone forever hashtag, hashtag damn you iCloud hashtag it's a new day <laughs> so um Scientology this this is something that like freaked us both out and it's rare that I see Brandon freak out about anything, but he freaked out about this. We both did. At first, I was intrigued, though. I yeah. was intrigued. I mean, first. you were intrigued enough. Okay, so this was when we were lived in when we lived in Philly, yeah. like maybe what two years ago or no more. Now it's more than that. Dang, I feel like this might have been seven years ago. 
Seven years ago. I wouldn't say it was that long. But so we go, we're walking around downtown, la la la, exploring the city. And we stumble upon this guy standing outside of what seems to be a Scientology office or center. And he's like, hey, come in and get a free personality evaluation or something like that. And Brandon loves that kind of stuff. And he's like, well, let's go. Yeah. Me, I'm like, what the hell is Scientology? (laughs) But. Um, we went in anyway, and the creepy part about it was that they put us in separate rooms yes. <laughs> and it was basically this questionnaire. It was a lot of questions yeah. and, um, they, they were very specific questions and unspecific, but they kind of guided you into, I guess, the answer that fit into this system that allowed them to grade our, um, our answers. So once we're done, you know, we fill out our little questionnaire. They put us in the room together and the guy sits us both down and then he begins to read our results. Can I tell you? <laughs> These results were this, spot on. Yes. This is the point where we officially like freaked out, looked at each other and was like, let's get the hell out of here. Because it was like down to the T are our personality traits and it was just really freaky. Um, so... What I was saying in the other episode, you know, hashtag lost files, was that if you guys have a Scientology center around you, I mean, it was free, so it's cool for you guys to go and check it out if you, like, really kind of want to deep dig deep into yourself, but it was really freaky. It was, and uh, they also tried to get us to, like, recruit into Scientology, so they gave us this DVD on what Scientology <laughs> yes. was. And I still had DVD somewhere, but I never touched it because I was just, like, super freaked out. But when I tell you we dashed out of that, John, man, we were gone. Yeah. I wanted to be like, burn those papers. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> like, it was the freakiest you, no thing No stranger ever. should know that much information about me. And it was it was just really, really weird. And the reason why we wanted to talk about this, because one, it was a really interesting experience. Just, you know, really strange, really odd, creepy. Um, and two, um, we were just kind of channel surfing, which is something we never do. But Brandon downloaded this like direct TV app where you could live stream like live television. So we were uh, channel surfing, surfing. I can't talk today. <laughs> I still can't talk. Channel surfing. surfing. There we go. And we uh, came across a show about Scientology featuring the woman from King of Queens. Leah Remini? I think yeah. that's how you pronounce her name. Something like that. And she has her own show. She used to re- be really big in the Scientology world. And then all of a sudden, you know, something happened uh, where she kind of denounced herself, disassociated herself from Scientology. And now mm-hmm. her show is basically going out and trying to... Um, just kind of expose them for being like crooks, money hungry, just like just terrible people. They tell they control like a big part of your life if you're part of Scientology. Tells you who you can and can't be friends with. Mm-hmm. Just all this crazy stuff that I mean, you may or may not find in like real religions because I don't consider this a real religion. Um, because when you think about it, Scientology was created by a science fiction writer. So Which like, I don't understand. How, like, how is that even possible? Yeah. How how can you, how can a random person, you 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 just want to, like, how could you follow a religion created by some random guy? That writes science fiction. That writes science fiction. But, I mean, Scientology is still huge today. And, um, I mean, if you wanted to watch that show, I would encourage you to do it. I don't, also, I don't remember what channel it was on, though. I yeah. thought it was A&E. 
just just Google show debunking Scientology or something like that. And, you know, it'll lead you to what we're discussing right now. But it was just a really interesting experience. It happened years ago. But to see the show kind of debunking it, we were like, whoa. And um, I guess they they may have hired like real scientists or something to figure out um, that questionnaire because it was really detailed and it was just all up in my business. Overall, it was just a really weird experience. But at the same time, it's kind of cool because, like I said, like you said earlier, I like those personality tests. I'm constantly like trying to do Myers Briggs and stuff like that. Those always interest me. Um, what else has been going on? Valentine's Day is what two days away now. You know, I don't care about Valentine's Day. I know you don't. Well, and I love that about you because I hate Valentine's Day. <laughs> I think Valentine's it's the most Day, ridiculous guys. day ever. Most ridiculous day ever. Just a ploy to make you spend money on someone. If you love someone, you don't need to spend money to do it. No, but I mean, it's real. It's cute though. Like when we first started dating, it was cute. But now, you know, we've been together know, for yeah. ten years. It's like, eh, I could do without it. But then you have like people out there buying each other like iPads and crap, like just balling hard. But to each his own. Yeah, it's not about the gift. It's just about having a good experience with that person. Right. right? And as I mentioned in other episodes, you know, my birthday's coming up in June and we're planning a trip out of the country because it's a big birthday. She's turning 40. Shut up. I'm turning (laughs) 30. 30. Anyway. Um, I'd rather save whatever money we would have spent on this holiday, uh, you know, for going out of the country for something that would be fun. Something that'd be memorable. Yeah. yeah. Versus like a teddy bear, flowers, candy. Right. Like you, first of all, you don't even like chocolate. (laughs) I don't. Like, so it'd be a waste. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I never met a person who didn't like chocolate. That's like people's guilty pleasure. I mean, I like white chocolate, but I mean, not really chocolate. I guess. But, yeah, Valentine's Day was only cute when you were a kid because then you made those little, like, cartons in school so people could put the cartoon Valentine's in there, Aladdin or, <laughs> yeah, like, I Mickey used to, Mouse. I used to go to, like, whatever store we went to at the time because I don't remember Walmart as a kid. It's nah. weird. We like, had Caldor or Kmart or something like that. Is that a Cloverfield? No. Cloverfield. Not Cloverfield. What's it called? Caldor's. Clo- Strawbridge and clo- in clo- Clover. Clover's. No, it's just Strawbridge. No, it was Strawbridge. It wasn't and- Clover's, though. It was something. Clover's was a department store like Caldor. It was kind of like Kmart and Walmart. Uh, Strawbridge's, I don't know what the, heck the other part of it was, though. It was Strawbridge and, and Clover. Yo, I need to Google this. All right, you look that up. But <laughs> I remember being a kid and going to Rite Aid or whatever pharmacy uh, to get the box of the cartoon Valentine's Day. Because in Valentine's Day in elementary school, you would like write to so-and-so from Brandon, Happy Valentine's Day or whatever. And if it you had like a little crush in class, you would give them the extra special one, right? The one that looked the best, you think. Or you give like a little gift. I remember, all right, this is like really weird. And people who are listening to this who like know me from elementary school might crack up because I had a crush on my fifth grade teacher. <laughs> and yo. Who was your fifth grade teacher? You don't know her. She was a, she was a college student that just started teaching. Oh, wow. Her name was uh, Miss Webb. I'm mad I remember this. And Austin, if you're listening, you're probably cracking up because you know where I'm going with this. Um, and there was this Valentine's Day. <laughs> I don't know. I must have been feeling bold or something. I got her, like, flowers and, like, a Valentine's Day card. But she was engaged, keep this in mind, so. Did your mom know you did this? 
I mean, I didn't, I couldn't afford them as oh. a ten year old. So yeah. Oh, 10. Okay. And I gave them to her, and it was embarrassing. I was like, I really like you, Miss Whip. Oh Aww. man, it was so weird. Yeah. That is so cute. It was so weird. I, all I remember is the people cracking up. Yeah. Oh. That's it. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it was embarrassing. But I was a kid, so I don't give a damn. And how did she react? I don't even know. I think it was. I think she played me. I really, really? think she. Yeah, I really think she played me. That's horrible. <laughs> I was the fat, nerdy, chubby kid in yeah. the class, so she played me. But it's cool. If I see her today, I might might play her too. So so whatever. <laughs> um, but Valentine's Day is just another ploy for companies making money. Did oh, you yeah. find out? What I've it was made called? money off Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, you did. As a you, photographer, you, I, I used to do you know Valentine's Day promos. I still will, but just couldn't get settled here in time to do it. But. Um, and then I just started a new business where definitely next year Valentine's Day will be big for my company. More to come on that. More later. to come. I'm not going to speak on it yet, but Did you, you guys find will the hear answer? about it. Did you find the answer to yeah, the Strawbridge? Yeah, I was what? right. Strawbridge and Clothier. Clothier. It's like the word cloth plus I-E-R, however you want to pronounce that. Interesting. Okay. I was wrong. But yeah, that's my take on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, if you guys celebrate it, hopefully you enjoy it. It is two days away, so definitely look forward to that. Only thing I'm looking forward to on Valentine's Day is the fact that it's a T-Mobile Tuesday. And I hope they give me something <laughs> really good this day. Shout out to those T-Mobile users. Hey, shout out to that cheap bill and those free perks they give you sometimes. Yes, because I know you're all about cheap or free or something that will save you any type of money. All right. I hope you give out those uh, $2 tickets because we will be right at the movies. Oh. <laughs> Yo, I finally saw Hidden Figures. Finally. Oh, you about to say Hidden Fences. I was about to no, get on you when you I was, said that. No, I was actually... <laughs> <laughs> you said Hidden no, Fences. No, listen, like, listen. listen shut was... up. I was going to say Hidden uh, Treasures, and I was like, that's definitely not the name of the movie. I never asked you. Uh, I feel bad saying this, but I never asked you. How'd you like it? Um. So, I, I did like it. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But I expected there to be more astronaut kind of stuff. Whoa. You're making up words now, but okay. astronaut uh, As in... You are aware that the movie is about a woman who is great at mathematics, not... Like well, no, no. I mean, science. yeah, that whole process. Like, there was, like, a love story. Yeah, could have done without that part, like, and put more of, like, the science bits and more of... Um, I don't know, like, how she came about... What are you trying to say? I have no like, idea what you're trying to say. Because I can't get my words out, but I, I can't I can't articulate right now what I'm trying right. to say. But basically, I, 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 I did like the movie. I thought Janelle Monae was amazing because I haven't seen her act in anything else and I love her singing. So I was like, dang, this girl is like, you know, triple threat if there was a triple threat. You know, that's crazy because I really feel like that movie was fantastic. A double threat. <laughs> She's triple. She could dance too. Oh, and she's a fashion diva, so that's the triple. I thought the movie was banging, though. I really enjoyed no, it. No, I, I did like it. I liked it a lot. Like, no, I literally think there was no flaws in that movie. Well, <laughs> I, I... I think you had different expectations. Than I, I did, I did. Because, I, you know, it seems like no matter what a movie is about, there will always be a love story. Always. And sometimes I want to go and just see, like, whoa, 
they're going into space. They're trying to figure out how they can solve this math equation to figure out where the space shuttle is going to land so they can, you know, go and retrieve this guy from the water, blah, 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 blah. That sounds like a very boring movie without that stuff in the middle, though. Without her falling in love? There's no character why, development. Why did I need, why you need did to I need see to character development in a movie. Well, we can agree to disagree. We can. This is true. We're not movie critics anyway, so... Yeah, but that's the beauty of it. So everybody, when you watch a movie, you have different interpretations of it, and it gives you something to discuss. So, and that's you know. exactly why I watch those like review videos that you hate on YouTube. I hate because I love to hear videos. other people's points of view. All right, so listen, this is what Brandon likes to do. He likes to go to the bathroom. All right, first of all, you're not going to stay in out there, there for like thirty minutes, but not even you know doing stuff. <laughs> He's just watching YouTube videos of people do reviews on things that he has already seen himself. Because <laughs> sometimes you miss things. And I don't understand. So, so like, say, say we stayed up and we just watched an episode of The Flash or Arrow or something. Next morning, you know, trying to get ready for work, I hear him in the bathroom saying, Oh, hey, YouTube. Here's a top ten of what you missed on this week's episode of The Flash, and I'm like, you didn't miss it. We just watched it. But see, you don't understand. There's things like Easter eggs, like from references to comic book stories or references to previous shows, and that type of stuff. You don't catch in the first view. So if I don't catch it, it's cool to hear people tell me about it. Mm. Like that may that may be nerdy as hell, but it's super nerdy. That's like, what I enjoy to do. For me. I, I just watched it with my own two eyes. Whatever I took away from that episode is what I took away from it. I don't care to dive deeper. If I enjoyed it, that's the end of the story. But I'm also big on lures. When shows have like a good lure. All right, so right now we mentioned we were watching Parks and Rec, right? What did you say? You really liked the development of Leslie Note throughout the show. I did. You see her Correct. doing her job at the beginning, and you see how she progresses as the seasons go. Right. Right? You also like how they reference stories from the past seasons. Okay. So that's what I like about The Flash. They reference things from previous incarnations Yeah, of the that's Flash. fine, but I still I still understood all of that without having to go and YouTube a video about what I missed in that episode. Yeah, I guess, but you also are binge-watching the series. Yeah, I don't know. You, you always week. have to figure out everything about everything. And then you also have to, like, say, for instance, when we watch Shark Tank, you always spoil it for yourself. Uh, by, the, <laughs> by the time the episode is finished or they're done making their pitch, you've already Googled the business and known if they got a deal or if they were successful. Because I want to know. But just <laughs> just let things be. I mean, I, I want to know. Just watch Shark Tank. Say, oh, they got a deal. Then Google it. Now, I'm the type of person that does not mind spoilers. Like, if I missed an episode of something, I will go read a synopsis of it to see what happened and then watch it. Because I had no problem doing that. I, I just can't wait. I don't like waiting for things. That's why I hate holidays that have gifts. That's why I, <laughs> I, I hate, like, I don't know. I just I hate waiting on everything. It's horrible. Oh, I guess that's the beauty of me always having to give a gift early. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Every time I buy something, I can never... Like, wait until Christmas or wait till whatever the gift is for. I have to give it to you, like, days in advance because I, I just can't contain it any longer. Well, that's good because, like I said, I hate surprises. I hate surprises. I hate waiting for things. So. <laughs> well, we balance each other out just in another way. Wow. Dang. I'm, I sound like a cantankerous old man saying that. Why? Just, saying I hate, what? I hate this. I hate that. I hate her. her. Wow. Hell, you're going to be that old grumpy guy on the street. Like, oh, Mr. Davis is so mean. 
he, he my ball went into his yard and he popped it or Yo. something. Like you're like, oh, get out of my yard, you old. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna do that because it'd probably be funny. <laughs> no, oh, that's so. Hard. It would probably be funny. That is really mean. But again, you can't deny that it'd be funny. No, I mean it would be hilarious, but just wrong. <laughs> anyway, um. I wanted to discuss something that we have noticed just again watching the Direct TV app lately. Yeah, we have like really been watching TV, like <laughs> yeah, and it's just so strange for us. But so weird. It's pretty fun to like you know channel surf and see commercials and things like that. But one of the things that we noticed, and we wanted to see if you guys noticed the same thing, is that when they portray people, I guess if they want to come off as being you know racially how would you describe it racially ambiguous no that's actually no i'm talking about like when they want to make it seem like they're cool with everybody like <laughs> i can't think of a word you mean like being diverse yes that's the ex- <laughs> okay so we why can with, i why, wait why can i not diversity. think of the word diverse anyway when <laughs> when companies are trying to I guess be more diverse. What we noticed while watching TV is that a lot of the commercials, if they wanted to portray, you know, being diverse, the person that they would get to play the actor is really racially ambiguous. Um, Meaning sometimes you can't tell if they're black or they're white or they're Latino or like whatever they're mixed with their ethnicity. You just can't tell. Like for instance, take Rashida Jones who was on The Office and also on Parks and Recreation, and she's Quincy Jones' daughter. Um, you can Google her. Like, you can't really tell what her mix is, what her background is. And even on the show, Parks and Recreation, like, Leslie Note, played by, what's her name? Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler would say, oh, my racially ambiguous best friend or something like that on the show to describe her. Because and she has brown skin. Yeah, but, but... you wouldn't be able to tell she's really black or if she has black at all. So that makes it like really weird. And in commercials, you'll see people who have brown skin and they'll just have like curly hair versus if you see uh, just a 100% African-American person, right? They, they're brown skin, but their hair is nappy. It's curly, but it's like nappy. It's thick. It's full. I don't see that on TV unless I'm looking at like a black channel. Yeah, If I'm looking weird. at any other channel and they want to include people who are racially ambiguous to appeal to different like cultures... They always have brown skin, curly hair. So think about like we just so we just started watching binge watch. We just started binge watching Shameless, and we're on the second season. And you know, um, the main girl, the older sister that takes care of the family, she has a best friend who is dark skin. You know, she's got locks like natural hair. And seeing her on that show is kind of surprising for me because anywhere else on TV, I feel like I don't see people that look like her or look like me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's I you don't see dark skin females. You you'll see dark skinned males, but just rarely a dark skinned female. And if you do see a dark skinned male, he's they look really weird. Like not weird, but you know what I'm saying. They don't look like <laughs> me. Like if I'm in the street, I'm a big dude, big tall, brown skinned guy. I have full facial hair. You might see me with a beard. You might see me with a goatee. But on these shows, they'll either have like a shaved head. They won't have like a head of hair. Right. They won't have a beard. And they're never really like husky guys. Like they're slim guys. They're, I guess they don't want to have bigger guys with more facial hair because it comes off as intimidating. Right. Now, you'll see those type of dudes in the show where there's prison prison inmates, right? So those prison inmates will look have that look. But someone 
Like on the new girl, the guy, the main black character, Coach. He's a dark skinned guy. He has a low cut hair, no facial hair, and he's a slim dude. Yeah, it's like if you see a dark skinned uh, person portrayed on the show, you you always have to be. They're always kept. You know, mm-hmm. they you can't ever just like be lounging around the house just wearing something really casual. Like you have to be hair done, makeup done, clothes done, boom. So it's like if you're dark skinned and you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans, you know, you're unkept and you're like a threat or you're, you know, dirty or something like that. And it goes to the music videos too. Like I do not see an African-American girl in any music videos and all these rappers, they're dark skinned, they're chocolate like us. Mm -hmm. But all the women that you see playing their like girlfriends or even just the booty shakers, they're light skinned or they don't have any black African-American females at all. They're all light skinned with, you know, straight hair hair, or they look like Brazilian, yeah, mm-hmm. or something like that. So I'm like, where are all the chocolate girls, and why aren't we being represented on anything? Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's why I think we really enjoy Insecure, right? Because Insecure, we even said yes. it as we watched it. Insecure portrays black people as how we are, right? Like, so even when Issa and Lawrence would go to sleep, you would see Issa rap her hair up, yeah. right? <laughs> you mean, what movie have you seen like a black girl? Go just lay down with her uh, without her wrapping her hair up. It happens in any movie. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and it's I'm like, like, girl, you know you're not going to sleep like that. Put that scarf on. Stop playing. Exactly. Like, they just lay down trying to look all cute. But I like the accurate portrayal of us in Insecure. Um, and I think that's not why Not necessarily, I, like, the cheating and all that. Yeah, but, but I think I think that's why it was a big hit in the um, in uh, black society. Because it definitely was a great portrayal of us. Yeah. And, I mean, so, like, the whole, like, racially ambiguous situation, you know, not seeing us being portrayed in commercials. And if we do, it's lighter skin with curly hair so that you are, you know, portrayed as looking mixed. And then living here in Atlanta, there are a lot, a lot, which I have no problem with, but I I just see it everywhere. There are a lot of interracial couples, and it's always, you know, a dark-skinned man with a, a Caucasian female I rarely see it the other way around where there's, you know, a Caucasian man with the African-American female and one that's, you know, dark skinned is that. I don't know, like, why that is, but, you know, I always see it the other way around. Which, again, there's nothing wrong with it. I just wonder why. I'm shocked I see it a lot down here, too, right? My, My mindset of the south was you know i still feel like there's some segregation and stuff like that but coming down here and seeing that i'm like yeah i see it more than i see in philly so there's definitely you know not segregation in that respect it's pretty cool i mean it's cool i mean like we say i don't have a problem with it yeah it's cool i just want to know why just kind of just like living my life and just you know i have eyes and i watch tv and i experience (laughs) being out and about and i just feel like even okay, let's put it this way. I'm even treated differently, you know, as an African American plus size woman, blah blah blah. And I'm really weird, you know. I currently have my real hair dyed like a greenish, bluish color, so I stand out. But say, you know, I wanted to go out and I, I have like some leggings on or some jeans on and just a t shirt or whatever, I feel like I'm treated differently than if I have like a skirt and like some cute flats and, you know, my makeup on. I feel like if I don't go out with a full face of makeup, I'm treated differently and I know for a fact that I am because, you know, some people will hold the door open for you or like kinda start a, a random conversation with you in a grocery store, which happens to me a lot, but only if I look like I'm approachable. Oh yeah. I'll- 
as a black man, I definitely understand that. Because there's times when I go out in a t-shirt or, you know me, if I go out in ball shorts and a t-shirt yeah, and I go out with my face if, if I have my beard, like, people look at me differently versus when I'm at work, like, I feel like people respect me more because I have on, like, my work shirt and it's just weird, man. It's It's just interesting just how, you know, we are treated day by day. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. Just just going out and seeing how people react to me. I'm like, dang, like, why'd you kind of give me that funny look? I know I'm a stranger and I look different than you, but I, I'm really a cool person. I mean, I like to think I am. So, like, you are. You know, let's. <laughs> you got jokes. You married this girl that's just all right. Yeah, but that's only because it's a, it's a shortage. <laughs> <laughs> y'all he is out of sorts today like can y'all tell he just got the snapbacks ready just snippy i'm ready, <laughs> ready i drank, I drank a, a glass of petty juice before we recorded petty juice <laughs> before we recorded this i'm gonna bottle that up and go on shark tank with that so this is my new business petty juice and i am asking for one hundred thousand dollars for 20 percent equity in my company <laughs> I'm looking at 50% growth. People are getting getting more petty by the day. (laughs) Have you not seen these memes? Check it out. They're like, (laughs) by the rate that pettiness is growing, you know, we'll exceed 100% by the end of the quarter. Yo, that's real though. These memes are Invest in petty today. Yo, another thing (laughs) that's funny as crap is we were... Well, at the time of recording this, it is Sunday night. Walking Dead is back on. So we have opted into not watching The Walking Dead tonight. Or The Grammys. The Grammys are currently on as well. But I haven't watched like a award show in years, so I don't really care. But (laughs) what funny thing is, we were sitting here, and I'm on Twitter, and I'm like, Jay, check out what the heck CeeLo is wearing. Yo. Like, what? He looks like a... He looks like a... A Tin Man slash... C-3PO. C-3PO. <laughs> I don't know what the heck he And I wonder doing. if he can talk. Like, he's wearing this... You have to check it out. Like, this all gold, metallic, robotic, one-piece thing. I don't know what it is. And then his mouth has, like, kind of a slit. Like, I'm, I don't know if he can talk. If he won any awards, I don't even know why he's there. But if he did win any <laughs> awards, how is he going to, you know, talk and give his acceptance speech? But I mean, when they're wearing a red carpet, they don't wear the entire Yo, time. they're out of pocket. Like, the one girl's wearing bouncy balls as a skirt. Yeah, like, the know. Chuck E. Cheese bouncy balls, you jump in the ball pit. Pits. <laughs> She's wearing a skirt made out of it, which, I'm going to be honest. You thought it was cute. I kind of <laughs> like it. I kind of thought it was cute, but yeah, like like, see, if I was a celebrity, I'd just go out wearing any old thing. I'd probably be how Lady Gaga and Nicki Minaj used to be before they got all normal up on us. So you would roll up to an award show wearing a dress made out of meat? No, no, I don't even eat like pork or beef or whatever that dress is made out of. You know, they still have that dress. It's like it's in a museum or something. Yeah, it's in a museum. I mean, it's cool. It's a cool um, concept. I mean, I wouldn't, you know. One to date anybody wearing that, but hey. <laughs> but yeah, some some of them, some of the outfits, like they looked really cute. I, I liked it a lot. But um, that's that's really it. I, we just want to tell you guys what we've been up to, and um, this is kind of just a recap of just the last what almost two weeks. No, it has been two weeks. It's been like uh, a week and a half. A week and a half. Yeah, it kind of give you an explanation on why we've been missing because usually we we are pretty regular. We crank out two episodes a week, but lately it's just technical difficulties and they've been frustrating and they made us not want to pick up the mic again, but we're back and we, we want to 
talk to our viewers. Yeah, we love you guys. You guys still continue to support us and say, hey, what happened to the last episode? Which means you guys are listening and you like the show and you were ready for more. So again, we will be more consistent and we thank you so much for listening to the show. Yeah, we will be back again with another episode soon. Peace. Bye.